Greetings and welcome to the Prometheus Project Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Bist. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of creativity. So, you know, recently I replied to a post on Twitter that was asking for people's go-to writing advice. And of course, this is a standard question in the uh, Twitter writing community, and it's not a bad one. It was interesting reading the responses, you know, like, edit, 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 or read your drafts out loud, or get feedback from other people. All solid advice. But I felt the need to chime in with my own opinion. So I tweeted that one has to do things that are uncomfortable in art. We have to go outside of our comfort zones, push the boundaries. You know, if we do the same thing over and over again, we never grow as artists. We need to be dangerous. Being dangerous in creativity means different things to different artists. For example, being dangerous will mean something different to Salvador Dali than it will for, I don't know, George O'Keefe. Dali was already pushing boundaries in his surrealist art. If someone told him to be more dangerous, <laughs> well, there's no telling what we might get. Remember, this is an artist who did a film that simulated a woman's eyeball being slit open with a razor. <laughs> For O'Keefe, being dangerous might be using some different color combinations. O'Keefe was an amazing painter and artist, but she's not someone we would equate with danger. But please, don't misunderstand me here. I'm not saying that she didn't push boundaries. It's just that her boundaries are different from another painter's. The same thing would apply with, I don't know, Jackson Pollock. His idea of being dangerous is going to be different than both O'Keefe's and Dolly's. Probably a middle ground. Just like being dangerous means different things to different people. When asked what is something dangerous you did as a child, my answer is probably going to be a lot different than yours. For some people, it may be petting a stray dog or jumping off the roof of their house. For me, well, it was riding motorcycles without a helmet. And yeah, I had a few tumbles and now have a few lovely scars to show for it. When it comes to creativity, being dangerous is more about pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. Using myself as an example, being dangerous isn't necessarily writing a scarier horror story or adding more kink to some erotica. It may, in fact, be going in the other direction. Maybe writing something, I don't know, mainstream. Or taking it another direction, since I'm most comfortable writing stories, being dangerous could mean I pick up a paintbrush or some sculpting clay and try my hand in one of those mediums. It'd be incredibly uncomfortable and awkward, which means I'll be outside my comfort zone. And yeah, being dangerous can simply mean just that, doing something really wild, crazy, unconventional. An example of this is art that gets a reaction. The movie The Last Temptation of Christ is an example of this. While the director, Martin Scorsese, was trying to tell a story based on a novel, many Christians were outraged because the film depicted Christ as a mere human. He was tempted by the flesh and imagined himself having sex with a woman. It wasn't based on the Gospels, and it wasn't purported to be a true story. It was just a filmmaker telling a story. But Scorsese pushed the boundaries, went into uncomfortable territory. He did something unconventional. Simply an artist at work. And yes, it was dangerous to a degree. There were protests, threats. There was even a firebombing of a theater in Paris when the movie was playing. Now, I like to push boundaries when I create. I like to tell unconventional stories. I like to play around with different ways to tell stories. 
It's easy to go from point A to point B to point C, but after a while that gets monotonous, boring. I like to surprise my readers when I can, throw something at them they aren't expecting. Maybe make them cringe a little bit, or shake their heads, <laughs> or wonder what the hell was I thinking. <laughs> to me, that's fun. I know there are readers out there who prefer the comfort of the familiar. They follow a specific writer and read everything they publish because they know what to expect. There's going to be a somewhat familiar storyline. Characters will behave a specific way. And there's always closure in the final act. I get it. These are people who don't like to get outside their comfort zone. But see, when I read, I want to be challenged. I want to be surprised. I want the writer to show me something different, something interesting. And yeah, maybe something dangerous. So take Vladimir Nabokov's novel, Lolita. Now here's a book that still stirs up controversy. Now if you aren't familiar with the novel, the story is told by Humbert Humbert, an unreliable narrator and hebephile who becomes infatuated with a young woman he calls Lolita. Eventually, he kidnaps her and fulfills his fantasies, but eventually begins to lose his fascination with her. He's eventually arrested, and Lolita goes on to live on as a damaged adult. It's an ugly story, but it's beautifully written. The protagonist, Humbert, paints himself as the victim in this story. Lolita is the instigator, and the world is guilty of not understanding him. It's really messed up. But the thing is, Nabokov did a masterful job of telling the story. The language he uses is poetic, lyrical. The story is framed perfectly. Looking at it from an artistic point of view, it's masterfully crafted. However, telling the story of a child molester from the molester's point of view is <laughs> incredibly dangerous. There's really no erotic content in the book. It's mostly implied. And that's where the danger, I think, lies. The sordid details are mostly left to the reader's imagination. Nabokov pushed himself to write about something terrible in a beautiful way. As he said in an interview with BBC back in the 1960s, quote, It was my most difficult book, the book that treated of a theme that was so distant, so remote, from my own emotional life that it gave me a special pleasure to use my combinational talent to make it real, unquote. He wanted to try something dangerous, to test himself, and I think he succeeded. That's where we all need to strive for as artists, as creators. We need to seek out challenges, find new ways to express ourselves, our ideas, our visions. Of course, I can understand the allure of staying within your comfort zone. For example, say you're a writer of uh, romance novels, and you build a following of readers who know your work, your style, and that's why they stick with you. In this situation, going off the rails could potentially damage your reader base. The people who buy your books do so because they're buying a known commodity. If the next romance novel switches from your standard uh, woman rescued from bad relationship by a handsome stud muffin to something like guy rescued from bad relationship by female dominatrix, some of those loyal readers may be put off. But this shouldn't discourage you, Mr. or Miss Romance Writer. You can still push that envelope. Do it under a pseudonym. You know, anonymity is your friend. Hell, just look at how people behave online versus how they behave in real life. Being anonymous means you can pull off the kid gloves and go wild. 
There's nothing holding you back. No need to feel like you might let your readers down. No need to feel constrained by the limitations of your regular style, regular storylines. You can write anything you want. Creative freedom. And that's what it comes down to. Being free to create what you want, when you want. Sure, you may need to keep that day job of writing popular romance novels or, I don't know, whatever else it is you do to pay the bills. But giving yourself anonymity allows you to really express yourself and your ideas, to flex those creative muscles, to push yourself to do things you didn't think were possible. Of course, being dangerous also means you don't have to stick with your creative medium. If you're a writer, drop the pen, pick up a paintbrush. If you're a photographer, set down the camera and pick up some modeling clay. If you're a musician, set the keyboards to the side and pick up a knife and a cutting board. Do something different. Yes, you may fail. Your attempts to cook a fine French meal may end up in the garbage. You may end up smashing that sculpture of your partner because it made him cry. You may set fire to that canvas and no one ever sees your attempt to paint a landscape... That's all okay. The point is to try. No one ever needs to see what you, what it is you did or tried to do. You can keep all that to yourself if you'd like. On the flip side, you may also find a talent you didn't know you had. Maybe you've done nothing but paint landscapes, but then you tried your hand at guitar, found a talent for it, so you end up writing and selling Norwegian death metal songs. Or maybe you're a talented musician, but one day you try your hand at modeling clay and find you have a talent for sculpting nudes. The term being dangerous can have a negative connotation, but in reality, it simply means doing something outside your comfort zone. No, I don't think you need to harm yourself or put yourself or anyone else in danger for art. The same thing goes for using dangerous materials in your art. I mean, there's a time and a place, but you shouldn't take a chance of putting yourself or anyone else in harm's way. There are artists who do work with fire, with acids. Hell, even regular paint can be toxic. But yeah, if you want to work with barbed wire or whips and chains, go for it. But please be careful. There are artists who have written books with blood mixed into the ink, or filled jars with their own urine, or smeared feces on a canvas. It may be off-putting to some individuals, but it's still art. It's still self-expression, even if it's gross and messy. As I mentioned in previous podcasts, you have to look past the surface to find the underlying themes and ideas. What was the artist trying to say or trying to convey when he dipped his ass in blue paint and then pressed it against a white canvas? What is the statement he's trying to make? I know it sounds silly, but even the most bizarre piece of art has some meaning. We just be, may not be seeing it or understanding it. It doesn't mean we should dismiss it. As artists, we can't get comfortable with our work. We have to constantly try new things, new methods, look at the usual from an unusual angle. We can't be afraid to be uncomfortable. We have to be dangerous in our own way every now and then. It's the only way we can grow. So, for this episode's closeout, I'd like you to think about what it means to you, as an artist or would-be artist, to be dangerous. I'm sure you have your comfort zone. We all do. But when was the last time you tried something different, something really out of the ordinary? 
when's the last time you created something or at least started to create something and felt weird doing it awkward like you felt dirty or wondered what people would think if they saw this i bet it's been a while if not then hey that's awesome keep it up but if you can't remember or it has been a while then I think it's time you unleashed your dark side for a little bit. Being uncomfortable every so often, it's good for you. Let that dark side, the Jekyll side of your personality, have some fun. And no, this doesn't mean you have to try and be as obscene or as violent in your art as you can. I'm not condoning anything illegal. What I'm saying is, use your art medium, or another one, something that you'd like to try, and do something so out of the ordinary, so strange to you, and see what you come up with. Be dangerous in your own unique way. And most of all, have some fun with it. Alright, as always, I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a line via the contact form on my website, richardbist.com, or hit me up on Twitter at richardbist. I'd love to hear what you think about the show or the topics, ideas you may want to share, or let me know if you'd like to join me for an episode. Until next time, cheers.